Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new exciting episode of Our Take on GH. My name is Jonathan, and I'll be your host today. And I am joined, as always, by Tina, Tony Ann, and Karen from Webs.net. Hey, guys. Hey, everybody. Oh, today's a jam-packed episode because we have a lot to dissect. So let's just kind of jump right in. Uh, Risa Dorkin is returning as Norse Amy, who really hasn't been on in a very long time. That just took to Instagram to let her fans know that she's returning. Are you guys excited about that? Yes. I'm yeah. surprised it's not. I'm surprised it's before the next nurses ball, but I'll be interested yes. to see what they do with her now. Yes, I love that it's a non-nurses ball appearance. Yes, Hopefully I think we need story. more filler outers at the at the hospital. You know, more color characters, and I like her so. Agreed. I, I hope they utilize her. So, not with another. What, what was the story she did, Mister <laughs> Manlanders or whatever? Oh my God. Please no, but you know. <laughs> Yeah, no, we never need to revisit that ever, no. ever, ever again. No. Not at all. But fingers crossed that they will yeah. use her to her best abilities. Um, let's see. Also, uh, in casting news, we found out that uh, Stella will be back next week. Um, what do we think the purpose of her return is going to be? I think it's a one-off. I mean, I think she's just coming back like for an episode or part of an episode. And I'm thinking either TJ's engagement or maybe she's going to come back with information about the DNA person who we all hope is Trina. Um, Or maybe she's just coming back to permanently wrap up her story and leave again since I think her show got a full season pickup. Oh, okay. Could be. Interesting. I I always like Stella, so I'll I'll be sad if we don't see her again, but I, I do... I, I've still got feelings on TJ, but you know what? If they they keep using him more, I can come around. So, we'll see. Um, last bit of casting news is Amanda Seton has been cast mm-hmm. in the role of Brooke Lynn, a role that people have been asking to be cast for how many years now? Since she left, about eight, right? ten, ten years ago, something like that. Oh my gosh. That long ago? No. Well, no. I think last, last time we saw her was, was what was 2011, 2012, oh, something right. like that. But then before so like, that was that's still eight years. Yeah. No, it's been a long time. So are I'm you guys happy. Excited? She's a great actress, isn't she? I love the actress, so I'm excited. I'm excited to also see what story they give her because yeah. I can't really think of one offhand, unless they're going to tie her into the Nicholas stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she just gets out of rehab or something and has to go see Ned or um, I have no idea. Is she related to any of the younger characters on the show right now? Related? Yes. Like, can she? Michael. She is related to Michael. She's a quarter main. Yeah. Through Ned, though, right? Right. Yeah, but AJ is his cousin. Ned's, Ned's a quarter main. To Tracy, who's a yeah, okay. Never mind. I was trying to find out if there's any way that they can hook up. No, they are well, very they related. Could, they could yeah. always hook up. They're cousins, so I mean, it's not that bad. Hello, <laughs> cousins. See, exactly. That's allowed on soaps. So maybe, but interesting. I I do like 
um, Anderson. So I, I've got my fingers crossed. Tina, are you excited for Brooklyn's return? I am. Uh, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be fun for sure. But let's go ahead and dive into the story. So Anna Devane is back. Welcome home. Chicken ass. Ooh, ooh. It was about time. <laughs> she has been missed. Very yes. missed. So what do you guys think of her and Jason saving the day and helping reunite Charlotte with her family? I could have done without Jason, to be honest. Agreed. He didn't bother me because she was there and I just kind of overlooked him, his presence. So that he didn't really bug me, but she was spectacular. I just love that her first act back is saving a child. Like, yeah. That is just badass Anna Devane at its finest, and I am here for it. And it wasn't something lame, just her walking in and seeing Hayden and Finn. She actually did something cool. And then the yes. scene with Valentine at the PCPD. Oh, my. Ooh, there was chemistry there. Another Whoa. another one of those moments oh, that these veteran actors yep. bring to the screen. I, I mean, there were very few words, but there was a lot said in the eyes. And and that coupled with, if I can jump to this part, Valentine um, blowing up the boat. Which yes, was, it was, it was, was fantastic. Phone. That was amazing. That was that just was a cast and I move, and then the whole Anna thing. It just reminded me of his history. It was it was just done. The whole package was great. That is my favorite thing Valentine has ever done since he's gotten to town. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we everybody. all know that she probably jumped off right we know, before it blew, so she's probably okay. not really dead. We're not How- living in that land right now. We are living <laughs> in the land Pierce is dead. However. How badass was that? That he just opens his phone and presses That's the app. It was awesome. It was that so awesome. Was phenomenal. And I didn't expect it. I knew something was going to happen, but I had was, no idea. That was so a current century Cassidyne move. <laughs> yes. <laughs> With the app. Death by app. <laughs> that was very good. I loved it. Yeah. I hate having to praise Valentine because I hate him, but I loved it. Yeah, it was good. It was well, and then Valentine was also good with Lulu, right? Actual I mean, character growth. Yes. I'm shocked. This so, week was full of character growth. Oh yeah, yeah. from one end of the spectrum to the other. And um, yeah. and and I just hope that I, I, it's kind of sad that it took. Nicholas returning to grow Valentin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. It was it was good though. It's always good when you look at a character that you've disliked and have found boring, and we're like, okay, you can just leave and say, oh, possibilities are here. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess. The next part of the Anna story to kind of look at is she learned that Violet is Finn's, as Finn told mm-hmm. Violet that she is her dad. Oh, soap. <laughs> like, that was just pure soap-tastic moment. It was so good. Even people who, like, 
I saw on Twitter, people are like, oh, I don't like anything, you know, so, you know, sappy or anything like that. We're just melting. It was just so wonderful. That child is so adorable. Like, even if you have a heart of ice, you're going to be melted. Yes. Into For as much as I think that child looks nothing like her parents. And I think the child is too old per yeah. the storyline. I don't care. The actress <laughs> is adorable. Yeah. Which is is Roxy my sister? I lost it. That was amazing. That was a great moment. Such a kid question too. Um, I even admitted in my blog this week that I was wrong about you know aging her because all of this couldn't have happened if she wasn't this age, you know. And I get that. I just really wish that she looked more like them. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's the blonde hair. It's just throwing me off. Yeah. No, I could see it because neither one of them are blonde. True, but double recessive. Neither one of my parents were blonde. Black hair and brown hair. And I'm blue eyes, so, and blonde hair. So let's just roll with that. So she's just like you, Karen. That's it. That's, That's it. why you like her. You relate. <laughs> Well, I I just I love Anna being back and her and Finn are having those adult conversations yes. and it wasn't forced, you know, no. like that was natural in the way that it should happen. Mm-hmm. I agree. Did you? And, and, and not for nothing, let's all be a realistic. Anna has been gone for quite some time. She's so been gone she's, for what, six months? Yeah. So she's she's going to have to roll with whatever punches. Finn has to deal because she's been gone a while. They even said, like, yes, we talk every day, but that doesn't mean you're part of my life. Right. Well, I like she also said, you've never been a father before and you have no idea how it's going to change everything. Mm-hmm. Um, Which not only does she know because she's a mom, she knows because she did this to Robert. Yep. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Because Robin was about the same age, wasn't she? Yeah. Well, Uh you know, Robin was supposed to be, what, seven-ish when she first came on screen? And Robert just walked into his house and there's this little girl sitting there. Yeah. I love that scene. I will always love that scene. Me too. It was very reminiscent, though. It's it's very parallel. So Mm -hmm. you have definitely um a symmetry there that anna now is on the other side because she's you know so she did it so she's been where hayden is Mm -hmm. and now she's you know basically completely in robert's shoes or i believe that was holly's shoes back in the day you know um she's not related to Robert was Robin's dad, so she would be Holly. Right. But she yeah. would be Holly in the situation. Yeah. But however, she's now going to see it from the different perspective. Right. And 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 um hopefully they acknowledge that at some point in time in their future discussions. Because I feel like Robert has already. But Right, can, but it's a conversation you know. I think her and Finn really need to have. And I hope at some point in time, Anna has a conversation with Hayden 
Um, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and is it judgmental about Hayden's choices? I don't think she will be. She shouldn't. She shouldn't be, but that's where they go wrong right. with Carly a lot of times. Yeah. She comes across as uber judgmental when she's done the same things or worse. So I, I really want to have a character that acknowledges that they've made mistakes in the past and they completely understand. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just liking their relationship, you know, and I it just mm-hmm. I could see these conversations happening and I like the fact that like you said, the symmetry of it all and the fact that we're getting those history callbacks and the way that's being done. And I don't know. I, I'm really interested to see if this develops into a full triangle because honestly, I like Finn with Hayden and I, I like the potential of that story. So if we do that, like, I don't, I don't know. I haven't decided where I want things to go. I also like that Finn um, hasn't told his family about this yet right and we got to see that chase was kind of hurt that his brothers got a daughter right. and he knows nothing about this well also he, it's not robert's place to tell people all this stuff Robert it, needs it to is, yeah, it, is was, it is not robert's place i that this. that annoyed me it's um, so robert me. though come on however i am very into this faden versus fana i think that yeah. it's it, it's gonna be fun and is she leaving though? Is he no, leaving? I wonder if you guys know. I don't know 100% she is or she's not. I've heard I, conflicting reports. Yeah. I don't want to get invested in this if Rebecca's just going to be gone at the end of the month. I, I do not know. I've heard both. I mean, I've heard people say, oh, she's staying. I've heard people say, oh, she's gone. So I don't know. I I've, I've heard stays. both as well. However, I have not heard them taking her out permanently. So it may be something right. that we may see Hayden float in and out, which is what Anna did float in and out. Mm-hmm. So maybe Hayden and Anna are going to be a lot more alike than people think. I said they should job share Finola and Rebecca. They could do six months on six months off. I'd be happy with that. <laughs> meet, meet kind of like for a couple weeks, then they could just job share. Jesus. That could work. Child share, <laughs> fin share, house share. Okay. That would be something interesting to see on caller. daytime TV. Yeah. It'd be interesting for sure. So, okay. Let's let's talk about one of the least uh, exciting stories, and then we can move on to the stuff that I'm really excited about. So, TJ's suspecting that rat poisoning is what is causing Alexis's ailment. Well, the only thing in that story that is even halfway watchable is the fact that TJ's is in it. I mean, really, right? Yeah, that's the only thing I liked about it. It has nothing to do with anything anymore. Uh, Honestly, I feel like Alexis and Neil's relationship grew like off screen. Yes. And and we're just kind of seeing that aftermath on screen and it's kind of ticking me off because i would really hoping we were getting to the end of stuff happening off screen that we had no clue yeah Um, i really would have liked to see them develop their relationship on screen especially where it looks like julian's about to step back in the middle of all that which i'm okay with honestly oh i am too but i would have preferred to see more growth 
between um, Alexis and Neil um, mm-hmm. so that you would have more of a a basis for these couples, much like they did with Finn. You know, so Finn had his relationship with Hayden. It ended. Then we saw his relationship develop with Anna. And now we're seeing, you know, we just said we love the fact that you could go one versus the other and it's going to be a lot of fun. I feel like that's missing in this in this whole grouping. And this story, just seriously, just out Kendra, be done with it. And yes, I was going to say, it's just got to play out like within two days, please. Somebody find that poison and I don't know. At this point, I don't need to see it on screen. Just arrest her and take her away. <laughs> exactly. I'll be done with it. That's something that can happen off screen, right? <laughs> yep. It, it, hey, it, it, I'm good with that. Move this on and get it off my screen. And I don't want to worry about it anymore. Yes, please. Okay, so let's discuss the Carly discovering that Nicholas was alive uh, fiasco. So she came over to Jax's and they kind of argued and yelled a little bit and Nicholas overheard and he's like, you know what? Whatever. Fine. Screw it. Here. Here I am. (laughs) What? (laughs) I've got so many issues with this one. Nicholas, you're not that dumb. Just (laughs) Just, just well, he has been. He has yes, been that dumb. He has been. He has been that dumb. He's so desperate. He's making dumb choices, left, right, and center. Yeah. But I know. What was the catalyst that made him step out? It shocked the hell out of me, and I loved it because it shocked me. But I, I still to this day have no idea why. I don't know either, but I like the symmetry of Jax and Carly keeping a secret for Nicholas when years ago they kept the secret from Nicholas. I just, I like the whole symmetry Mm -hmm. of it. Yep. There's that. Um, I, I kind of was a little annoyed at, um, Carly being like, you have to tell your mom, come on, Carly, you don't care about Laura. You've never cared about Laura. But but see, no, I bought that though, because they got closer after everything that happened with Ferncliff, and this was the one time that bringing up Morgan was appropriate, it just didn't mean anything because of the 7,000 other times they brought up Morgan. That wasn't appropriate. I know, but I was just, it's like she's sitting there and she's talking about Laura, and I'm just like, you don't care about Laura. But they've established that Laura and Carly have a closer relationship. They've done more of that within the last year than they have ever. So I understand that, but to me, I would have preferred to have her sit there and be like, as a mom myself, this is how I would feel. Like, that would have, I don't know. I, I, I just, it, it just felt weird. Jax was brilliant, though. Yes. I love that he was throwing stuff and getting angry. I don't remember seeing Jax like that in a long, 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 oh, long And how pissed was he when um, our lady commissioner showed up at his door? Yes. Like, you know. Between Jason's visit and then the commissioner's visit, he was just done. Yeah. And I and like every other time we've seen Angry Jacks, because we've seen Angry Jacks before, like it was always directed at Sonny, and I always never mm-hmm. really liked it when we saw it before. Because back then I wasn't really rooting for him. Well, but- back then he'd get angry with Sonny, Sunday Sonny would call him Candy Boy, and it would just be funny. 
but now this, he actually has a real reason to be angry and I'm enjoying seeing it. And it's, it's interesting for Ingo to play it. Yes. Jonathan, do you I've, think that they, they outed the secret just to have a secret between Carly and Jax? It's gotta be right. Like, it has I, to be. I don't see any other purpose for this right now, other than to then I, it, it gave them drama with Sonny, right? right? So now Jax and Carly have a secret that's going to cause tension with Sonny. And now you can already tell on that episode where Sonny was like, well, you're, you're keeping something from me. Or I could tell like that that's bothering you that Jax has another woman. It's just like there's unnecessary tension there when it but, didn't have to be. But Carly was unnecessarily bitchy in that scene. Like she came at him. Scene. Oh, well, I love that scene. I also think that it also helps solidify Jax and Carly as a parenting unit. Yeah. Yes. That's in keeping true. Joss out of yep. Jax's home. Yeah. And um, honestly, with a secret like this, Car- like Carly knows that something like for Jax to be keeping Jocelyn at bay, that something would be up and she'd right. keep digging. So it's better to have her on your side and lying with you than lying to her and her finding out your secret. But should Carly be lying to Laura? think that's the ultimate question because carly even mentioned it like how much she wishes she could see morgan again so well, i have no idea why he can't tell laura does he think that she's going to tell everybody i mean i think he thinks that if she finds out that she's going to go running right to valentine and it's just going to blow everything to smithereens well to me that's like laura out of anybody should be able to keep a secret like that because she did it before herself um so it just seems kind of like, well, I can't tell my family because they'll be in danger. I don't know. It's just. I have to wonder if part of Nicholas not wanting to tell anybody is that he's mad that nobody went looking for him. <laughs> he's pouting. I mean, this Nicholas is a little on the pouty side. He is. Yeah. But I don't I don't uh, hate I like it. Pouting Nicholas. Yeah, I like him. I like this guy, actually. I have no problems with this guy. He's interesting. He's reinvigorated the show. And I'm just happy to have him back. But I think this whole, I'm ready for him to be out. You know? Yeah. Yeah, Find that cottage, for God's sake. Please. I I hope I never hear the word cottage again. I know. I'm just. It's like when Parapet first came out. uh, Mm -hmm. It's awful. So. Cassidine words. Cassidine words. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about a little bit of mental health. Because Sonny, mm-hmm. when I tell you this is the most I've ever liked the character of Sonny was this week. Yes. Yes. No. So, character growth. <laughs> Hallelujah. We got him taking Avery to visit Ava. And holy crap. They holy actually crap. had a respectful co-parenting well, conversation and he wasn't talking down to her i was shocked he wasn't talking down to her he wasn't threatening her he wasn't telling her that he's gonna take avery away permanently he wasn't doing all the things that Sonny normally does the line he actually had respect for her mental health issue mm-hmm. the line that and, stood out to me was when he told ava asked why she he brought avery and he's like because I wanted to make sure my daughter was not ashamed of mental health because I have mm-hmm. issues and you have issues and it's important for her to know that that's okay. Yeah. That yep. got me. Yeah. 
And it's well, important it, it, for the it was, too, for, for Maurice, too. It, it was a very quiet acknowledgement of bipolar. Yep. Um, and, and I liked it. I really feel that it's about time. Yep. Um, it took, took them long enough. And I want to see more of it. Because I spent a little bit of time uh, looking back um, at some old GH. Um, I think I shared some of that with you guys. When I really liked Sunny. Mm-hmm. And watching yeah. some of those clips like really made me sad at how much I had come to despise the character. Um, and that was a nice scene that kind of helped. Yeah. And then the Cameron scene, too. Well, uh, that scene, the Cameron scene and the Carly discussion where he just kind of laughed at her. He was playful in that scene. He wasn't nasty to Carly. He was playful. Um, which we don't see a lot. He's just like, yeah, right, whatever, Carly. I know you're up to something. Um, and then with Cameron, well, go ahead, Jonathan. Well, no, that's that's perfect place. So the whole, it's been building to that scene, right? So he had a conversation with Cameron about what being responsible is, right? You don't mm-hmm. drink underage. You don't drink with a girl who's got severe kidney issues, underage and irresponsibly you think before your actions and it was just it was amazing yeah and he gave him excuse me he gave him sauce at the end i was so he walked out with the, with the little jar of sauce see i live for those little tiny stupid moments that was um, so cute was so i'll, I'll be honest <laughs> i i it just it took me back in time to various scenes with sunny and Xander, who is Cam's mm-hmm. biological father. Um, and when Sonny used to take care of Xander before him and Xander got on the outs. But um, it, it was just such a, a great moment. And it's, I, I mean, let's be perfectly honest. The Sonny is not going anywhere. No. Okay, he's a fixture on the show till the day Maurice decides he wants to leave. So at we this, might as well. <laughs> at this point in time, I would prefer to see a true patriarch, right? Rather yes. than a childish call for Jason every time something is a little out of whack. Yes, yeah. um, patriarch is a good word. Because there have been patriarchs on the shady side, too, obviously, all through soaps. He was a patriarch this week, wasn't he? He, he was. was. He was. Um, and, and, and to me, I feel like that is where that character needs yeah. to go now. Um, I don't want to see Sonny and his magical penis anymore having any more kids. I don't want to see him sleeping with anybody else. Even if him and Carly break up, like, let the man be alone. Let the man just breathe. Yeah. And he and has. Laura's kind of the matriarch, right? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And at yeah. this point, he has a lot of experience. And mm-hmm. it's time to start handing off some of that experience and teaching the younger generation. And let's and it, be honest, him and Michael do not have that kind of relationship. 
No, he has. He, Michael has more of that with Jason than he does with Sonny. Not only that, um, Michael has just gone so far into the legitimate world yes. um, that boring. he really doesn't want to learn anything like that from his father. Um, but these kind of lessons, talking about how underage drinking is bad, how she has a kidney issue, how it's his, you know, it's Cam's responsibility mm-hmm. to be an adult, suck it up, do the right thing, watch out for Joss. She's an emotional mess. She's going to make poor choices. You need to be better. You yeah. need to do better. And he, he was appropriately stern in that conversation, mm-hmm. too. And as I was watching it, I I was thinking two things. One, I was wondering how nervous William Lipton was as an actor to be in that scene, because that had to be, like, intimidating, too, first. Mm-hmm. And, and then I was also thinking, like, it was an interesting way and kind of a subtle way to tie the boxing scene that we saw yeah. a couple weeks yeah, ago right. back into this conversation. Yeah. And when I saw Sonny watching Cameron... Mm-hmm. him then talking to Cameron a couple weeks later wasn't where I thought this was going I thought that was going to be his motivation to kidnapping Franco for Scott mm-hmm. so this was so much better yeah it really was it really is about time that they grow this character a little bit um, and I really enjoyed seeing Maurice Bernard stretch his acting chops and not just phone it in yeah, good. he seemed engaged. And I love the little interaction he had with Elizabeth at the end as they were leaving. <laughs> They've always had such an interesting dynamic because every time I look at them, I always flash back to when Elizabeth found out that Lucky was dead in the fire and she was on her knees sobbing and he was the one there kind of supporting her. So they've always had a very interesting dynamic because he was there to kind of see her at her lowest low. Honestly, it, that is one's place. I am glad the show never went. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I don't ever want them. You know what I mean? Right. I just no. think they have an interesting friendship because right. of that. Right. Well, it, it, and that's a mistake that a lot of previous GH writers have made is let's throw everything at Sunny and see what sticks. I mean, I still have visions of Ick, Ugh. when I think of him and Emily. We so don't, We don't discuss that. Ugh. Yeah, visions of Ick. Um, so on the plus side, it it was really nice. It really tied into history. So there was his history with Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. There was his history with Xander. There was just his experiences, like his own medical history. Like it just, and it also showed growth that he's sitting there with Carly and he's kind of laughing because he knows she's planning something and he knows it's inevitable that this is what she does. Because this is how Carly is. She's always making a plan, a scheme or whatever, and it usually backfires in her face. And then he has to pick up the pieces or Jason has to pick up the pieces. And his laughter was just kind of funny because he was just like, all right, whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. I mean, it's just it's Carly. Yep. Is SSDD. And for those that get that, they'll get that. I can't say it because it's um, not allowed on this podcast per Jonathan. You're going to have to put the meaning of that in the group chat later because I'm not at full mental capacity at this moment. Oh, boy. Oh, (laughs) Oh, I think I got half of it. I think I got half of it. The other half I didn't get. Oh, Lord. Okay. So I guess 
the last thing to before we go into some tweets and stuff is i guess are you guys overall enjoying general hospital now like yes have you guys like fully jumped on board with what they're telling or where, where are you guys at with the show I'm fully on board, but I do want to talk about one other thing that I don't think I saw on your outline, John. Um, that scene with with Frank and Drew and Jason and kind of Frank oh, and Drew. I, I really didn't want you to go there because it was going to be negative things coming no, no, no. out of my mouth. The, I'm not even. I'm, the Jason part of it doesn't matter. He was just there. It could have been anybody. But the stuff coming out of Frank and Drew's mouth about you know wanting. And coming to terms with the possibility of having to have the procedure himself, that was probably for was me pivotal. the most compelling thing to come out of this story since he woke up. I found the dialogue a little um, giggle worthy when he was talking about muscle memory and swimming. And I was kind of half listening and I'm like, what the hell was he talking about? I, I thought the whole scene everyone. was a complete and utter waste of time. It was just weird. That's what he said. I don't think it was that much of a waste of time because it's it's the catalyst to get him to do the procedure, right? Right. Because he said, you know, I know I know what I'm capable of mentally, but what does this body think it's capable of? So I understood where he was going, but I could understand why you'd be completely confused if you were only half paying attention to the scene. Yeah. Like me trying to get me. Um, no, I watched it and I just rolled my eyes and I went, and this is horrible. I, I maybe it's because I, like I, it. I, I want to be done with that storyline. I mm. I don't know. I'm kind of <sighs> waiting though for the moment they put those little turbine things or whatever they're called on his head and flick the switch. Because <laughs> I'm actually looking forward to Monday now because I want to see what he's going to say to Kim on Monday. Yes. Oh, not for nothing at this point. I, I, I honestly I, I th- put him on the thing and have him come out as a blank slate. Not be Drew. Not be Franco. Nothing. That's where I thought the story was going originally, and I was kind of disappointed they didn't do that. Todd yep. Manning. Oh, <laughs> I could go with Todd Manning. <laughs> I would laugh so hard. I would die, but we know that's not going to happen. No. It would still be so funny. Not at all. All right, so let's get into some listener tweets. Um, Karen asked over at Wubsnet for your opinions, and I appreciate that. So let's let's dive into some of them. So at Frizzniz asked, what do you guys think of the Hayden Finn and Anna Triangle? Who would you like to see end up together? For me, Finn and Hayden. Sorry. Yeah, like I said, Fanon versus Fanna. I I really think um, it it would be good to just see whatever. I I mean, honestly, to me, I'm at the point I don't really care which way it goes. Um, I think it's just soapy goodness. Like both Mm -hmm. pairings are viable. I know some people really hate Anna with Finn. Um, I think that's just because they want Anna with Duke and nobody else, but that's just me. Or Robert. Or Robert. And, 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 and I'm, I'm at the point that I do not want Anna with Robert. Mm. To me, Anna with Robert is like Carly and Sonny. I'm done. Mm. I have to go with Hayden and Finn. Yeah, if Hayden's sticking around long term, that yeah. would be my rooting value, too. Okay. Uh Carol Danvers Stan account, aka at Wive 
I can't even say your name. I'm sorry. You gave Valerian Tensentis? I'm sorry. It's a long one. <laughs> it's a long one. Anyways, uh, it's on an upswing. She's saying, gee, it's on an upswing right now. I don't even mind Sunny the way he's being used right now. Once my pre once the previous writer's stuff wraps up, you may even end up getting an eight or nine on how she feels about it. And I agree. It's it's getting there. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sweet Cheeks 666, a.k.a. Tony J uh, said, considering I would have given it one before right now, I'm giving it a solid five. The use of vets is a good start. Alexis is having a medical crisis in the hospital and having TJ figure it out is excellent. Adding another Hardy Weber to the canvas is good. No Jayperson last couple episodes. Jayperson? Do I know know that one? Uh, Jason, right? Jason. No, he was there. Yeah. I thought maybe Sam, but... Yeah, I don't know. I'll ask and we'll find out. Uh, let's see. Elena24, the running has been better and Sunny actually being compassionate to Ava. We love Ava, so yes, do that. And Trish said that it's got good pace, lots of interaction. She didn't mind Sunny, but didn't like that Liz felt the need to make Cam's him cam's male role model still wondering mm. why christina hasn't visited alexis and yes. this kinder mess started because of her she yeah. should be involved but the only thing i will say to that whole what she said about um elizabeth making sunny his role model is sunny requested that conversation elizabeth didn't sunny did right to to to, to ream them out basically about josh 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 right josh. And, and, yeah. and i think and Liz, you know, I, I think she's still reeling from the whole Franco debacle. And, you know, Sonny made a reasonable request. He's the mm-hmm. stepfather of the girl he was drinking with. I don't really think Liz was in a position to tell him no. Right. And it's not like Cameron would have listened to any, you know, because Cameron wouldn't have listened to Jason, even if Jason could have spoken on the the ramifications of drunk driving because of the AJ accident coming out of Jason's mouth, Cameron never would have listened to him. Well, I I mean, let's be honest. Cam's the first one in a long time. That's kind of stood up to Jason and kind of put him in his place, even though he went and apologized afterwards. Uh, You know, I, I, yeah, I I think there's a lack of respect there right now for Jason. So, you know, Sonny was really, he was either going to be Sonny or Jax that needed to have that conversation with him. Yeah, and he doesn't know Jax that well, because Jax has been gone. Right, but Liz and Jax know them, you know, have a history as well. Um, but I think it was more meaningful coming from Sunny. Sun- Correct, because yeah. there were a lot more layers. It wasn't just the yes. Joss layer. Very cool. And Abby C said that I actually started watching again this week. My question is, how will Michael Revelation unfold? Will be anticlimactic, and will we never see the kid again? Probably, <laughs> but we'll see. Wiley, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. because you know Carly takes Wiley out to lunch, but leaves Donna at home with the sitter. Ugh. <laughs> Whatever's no, convenient for the story. Until they're obviously. I mean, look at Jake. He's up in the attic where Cam and Aiden used to be. Um, no, but, well, Jake had a storyline. He came out to play for a while, and then they had right. to put him away. Right. That's what I mean. They, they're there when they are, have a story. Are, are you saying they shoved yeah. Jake back into the closet? Uh, no. I think. <laughs> I should talk about Aiden. 
Oh, oh yeah, sorry. Yes, Gaiden, okay. sorry. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm interested to see how the Michael Revelation is going to be told. I, I don't really care about the kid portion of it or what's going to happen afterwards, but I'm, I'm interested to see how and when that story is going to, like, blow up. Because Nell is in it, too. Yay. Yes. All right, so on a scale of 1 to 10, what do we rate this week, Tony Ann? Let's start with you. Um, I think I'm going to give it a solid 7. Yep, I agree, because 7 is my rating as well. Tina, what about you? 6.5. Hey, we're moving on up. <laughs> All right, so Karen, what do oh you God. give the show and then let us know what you asked the listeners and what they gave it as well. Well, first of all, I can't believe you guys are rating it so low after being so woo 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 about it because I gave it at least an eight, if not a nine. I loved this week. I, I, I was surprised. I was um, interested. I wanted to come home and watch it, but I also was really like into the dialogue. I just thought it was fantastic. The only thing that would have made it a 10 is if Christina and Molly were on. That would have made it a 10 for me. Um, but I'll give it a nine. Well, you got to realize you were starting already higher than I was. True. So yep. you, you've you jumped like three points. <laughs> and hey, I started with fours. Okay. So I've jumped two and a half points. So I just can't wait to see the day what you guys think is, you know, an eight or a nine. I, I'm probably going to be like, well, I can't give it a 10. I have to give it a 12. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll anyway, be perfectly really honest cute. with you. I would love to see the day that I could give GH a 10. Yes. We have to have a party. What would that look like for you? Very different than what's on my screen right now. Oh, uh, I, I was so happy this week. Anyway, can I just say what the yes. listeners gave? So on Twitter, I did ask a question on a scale of 1 to 10. What would you rate GH? And the average was, out of eight listeners, siding with you people, 6.5. And for some of them, they said that it was, you know, when they gave it a 6 or a 5, it was, it was a pretty high number for them because they were in the 1s or 2s before. Hey, I love the one that was like, considering I would have given it a one yes. before right now, I'm giving it a solid five. See, that's my kind of peak yeah. right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, we're 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 showing improvement and we're we're just hesitant. So it's I have it's hope, guys. I have hope. It's it's watchable. So yeah. all right. Well, on that note. Thank you guys for listening. You can find us on Twitter at Artake Media. Use the hashtag RTakeGH when discussing the show. Uh, we are on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, wherever podcasts are. So rate, review, and let us know so other people can find us. You can find Karen at Wubsnet at Wubs.net is her amazing blog. So make sure to check it out because she had a glowing endorsement, if you can't tell, on this last week's uh, episodes. You can find Tony on XO, Tony Roni XO, Tina at Tina OLTL, and me at SoQuickyJohn. Until next time, bye-bye. Bye, everybody. See ya. Bye.